Hey there, Village Church. Vicki Basinger here. I'm sitting with Pastor Michael Feeling, who just started a four-week series in June 2021 on practical evangelism. And we're sitting here going through some sermon Q&A. And today's question is a good one, if you're ready. I'm ready. We are going to talk about, can I or should I share the gospel on social media? And if I do, can I get out of sharing it with people in person? Wouldn't that be great? It would be great. Right. So there's there's two separate questions here, which one is, can I share the gospel on social media? And mm-hmm. then number two would be to the exclusion of yeah. actually like human relationships that yeah. are personal, alive, face-to-face and like yeah. that. Okay. So, I mean, the answer to the first one is, a, it's a really easy answer. Sure. Can I share the gospel online, social media? Yes. yes. Yeah. But. but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, but. So let's, let's provide some rules there and then mm-hmm. we'll get to the second one. Here's like a, a good rule in one of our other sermon Q and A's from this series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was the one on uh, what if my spouse is not a believer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do I keep praying for them? And so one of the things that we shared was this really wonderful principle, which is don't be a jerk dummy. Yeah. So simple. Right. So, so simple. Yeah. <clears throat> so rule number one though is, is uh, just honestly don't muddy the gospel yeah. with your mean cutting, mm. like edgy, like yeah. controversial yeah. stuff, you know, like, it doesn't need that. The yeah. gospel needs to be kept pure mm-hmm. and simple. And I'll tell you, never have we been more tempted to just muddy the gospel with all of our preferences and politics, et cetera. And don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I think it's really important to talk about politics. Yeah. That's, it's a fair thing. Like what's happening in the world right now has real life implications yeah. for you and me Definitely enter does. a year of shutdowns. Right. Yes. But the gospel is not politics. I mean, the gospel informs politics, but it is not politics. Right. And so if, if we're thinking about our, our platform, mm-hmm. you know, um, the gospel should be kept pure and simple mm. and unmuddied. Yeah. And uh, so don't be a jerk. That'd be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and give us another one. I mean, we have a few rules we've talked about, but we'll, well be. And the second one really you kind of touched on, which is, you know, don't bring politics and all of your personal stances on it and, you know, get it really yeah. kind of, because that's really what divides people. Yep. If you really want the gospel to get somewhere with somebody, if you want to plant a seed with somebody, yep. You don't also put in like, oh, and this is also what I believe about, you know, COVID, politics, like whatever it is. It's just bad decision. It's a bad decision. So another one is know your audience. Oh, yes. Okay. So let's talk about you and me and Mm -hmm. Keith, our producer. Okay. Our social media audiences are very different. Very different. I have thousands of friends. Mm -hmm. I don't even know most of them. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I have to understand that when I post something, I bear the weight of pastor. There's a spiritual kind of authority connection there for some that's good, for some that's bad. Yep. Um, And like I can... I can create a lot of controversy very quickly, surely yeah. by the way to my position. Please um, don't. I, I have been very good. You have been very good. And I'm very good by not posting. Yes. That's what I don't do. So the, life's too busy. So um, now for you though, mm-hmm. like what would happen if you went online and you did a mixed gospel politics Facebook post? Well, that'd be <clears> really interesting. Um, so I've recently purged my social media friends because I'm taking privacy a little bit more seriously mm-hmm. than I have kids. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, being in my mid-30s, um, you have a lot of people who are around your age who yeah. have, you know, fallen into that progressive Christianity kind of muddled, mm-hmm. liberal, yeah. uh, well, I'll call it a mess, yeah. but uh, truly it is just kind of confusing mm-hmm. um, for them. So if I were to post a gospel slash political stance, it either would rally them like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. like you're on my side, or it would be like, how could you? Yep. And you know, Jesus wouldn't do that. And it would really just cause like the comment section to be so horribly difficult right. to manage. And um, everybody's got a troll. Which is number so, four. <laughs> yes. Everybody's got a troll. Everybody's got a troll. So whether it's the person that you knew in college, yeah. 
who either walked away from the faith or who has always hated the Lord and just kind of has this huge chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Anytime you post about Jesus, especially if you're pulling in politics that yep. they disagree with, they're going to come after you and they're going to come after you yep. with a vengeance. And if you don't have a troll, let me, let me tell you why. Because you've probably chosen your friend group very, very carefully. carefully. Mm -hmm. It's probably a smaller group. Mm -hmm. And typically, this isn't exclusive, but typically if you're going to say over 45, mm -hmm. maybe 50, you're probably going to have a smaller friend group of people that know you, they looked for you, found mm -hmm. you, et cetera. Uh, if, if you had Facebook when you were in college, right? It's a very different world because yes. now you're just connecting with like-minded yeah. people, with people with shared interests. Which your is why it was posture is different. And now here we are. Totally. Well, what I appreciate about Instagram yeah. is is that Instagram gives you a little bit more control over yes, some of that stuff. It does. It's it's a lot yeah. less cluttered, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you need to think about your platform, you need to think about all that stuff. But like um number what was the first one I said? Number one is Don't be a jerk. Don't dummy. be a jerk dummy. Yeah, yeah. It was like my brain already was like <laughs> thinking about trolls. Like I, yeah. all these trolls are going Which through my brain. Which ties in well to don't be a jerk dummy. Don't be a jerk yeah. dummy because there are a lot of jerks who are going to yep. be coming after you and mm -hmm. it's just creating a yeah. vicious cycle. Don't fire back with, you know, yep. horrible things. Amen. So number one is don't be a jerk dummy. Number two is keep the gospel simple, pure. Yeah. pure. Uh, three is keep politics out of it. There's too much heat right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and number three is just like, you got to troll. Be very aware of that yeah. person because you can have a really good intentioned post. Yeah that can be hijacked and taken to terrible places mm -hmm. because of one troll. And, yeah. and we were just, uh, last night, we were watching a thread just lose its oh, yeah. mind it was horrible. Uh, from a common friend. And yeah. it was like, what is going on And that on wasn't here? the intention of the post, no. but you could have called it. Oh, you know? I mean, I knew it was going to happen the moment I saw it. the post. I was um, like, well, I know where so that's going. You yeah. really have to know that audience. Yep. Know that there's a troll in there somewhere. And you need to know, like, if is this what I'm posting actually going to share the gospel? Or mm -hmm. is this just going to cause more division? Yep and more problems. Yep. So I, I, I do have a, I do have a, <clears throat> a bone to pick with what I would say. I'm going to, I'm going to use generalities here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Generalizations. The majority of people, not all for sure. Cause there's a few people that are so <laughs> skillful in the way they handle social media and Christianity and politics and all this stuff. Um, but the majority that I see, <clears throat> excuse me, they, I think the, uh, like a yawn are <clears throat> is contagious. Um, they are, not effective. And here's how I would measure effectiveness. So you want to preach the gospel online. Awesome. It's admirable. I love that you want to bring the gospel online. Mm -hmm. So here's my questions. Number one, has anybody ever come to faith mm -hmm. because of your social media evangelism? Mm -hmm. Now, I expect the answer is going to be zero for almost everybody. Mm -hmm. There might be an exception or two out there, but yeah. almost everybody, the answer is going to be zero. But there's a follow-up question, and I think this is fair. They'll say, no, but I'm planting seeds. And that is very fair. That's very appropriate. And um, here's my question. Um, has anybody ever followed up with you and said, I'd like to talk more about that? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at at the principle of follow the fruit. Mm -hmm. Is it effective? Yeah. Now, um, in my sermon on June 6, 2021, again, somebody might be parachuting into this from Years down the road. So June 6, 2021, uh, my favorite part of the sermon, which I think I can say that, yeah. that weird to talk about sermons that way. Um, I liked it too. Okay. Good. Well, my favorite part of it was the beginning because mm -hmm. you and I were working out in, in preaching prep. Yeah. Um, we were working through the good old days mm -hmm. when um, you could do things like uh, you could invite someone to a crusade, mm -hmm. a non-Christian. Yep. They would go and they would come and they would get saved. Yeah. Or you could give them a tract, right? Mm -hmm. A tract is a uh, usually a small piece like of paper, a pamphlet, pamphlet or something yeah. like that. They usually have some gimmick, and you read through it at the end. They tell you the gospel, and yeah. and, and tracts used to work, right? Remember <clears throat> the one I showed in the sermon was 
of a $5 bill that instead of giving a waiter or waitress a server a, a tip, you give them a, a fake $5 bill, they open it up and it says disappointed. Oh my gosh. You know, like hell is disappointing. Trust in Jesus. Couldn't even imagine being a waitress <laughs> and getting that. Oh my gosh. Um, and then there was like door to door evangelism, which was really effective. So yeah. like now the only person I want to come to my door is the Amazon guy. Preach. Right. You yep. come to my door and I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing at my house? Yes. And I like people. You like, do. I like to be around oh, people. I'm like, I like strangers. I'm like, yes. but for some reason, if you try to sell me something, I'm just like, get away from me. Right. I this is like my space. This is my space. I'll come and I'll hang out with you, but I don't want you to try to like, yeah. like use me and buy me or sell me stuff. So um, I just find it very uh, interesting. So what used to work doesn't work. Right. And it's interesting because if you were to look at social media in the mid 2000s, remember mm -hmm. MySpace? <laughs> oh, yeah. You had MySpace and, so, <laughs> and you had Facebook and they were competing. And, Big war. And really, people were just learning how to relate on yeah. social media. And and evangelism actually was much more effective at the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit more tact, especially. There's a lot less vitriol online. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because the principle is what used to work doesn't work as well anymore. Right. And here's what we know that we know. The most effective evangelism, Barna, Pew, everybody tells you the same thing. It happens in the context of a personal yep. relationship. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to really the second point here, which is, can I evangelize online, but not in person? Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, maybe 15 years ago, I would have said, yeah, you probably can have a full-time job evangelizing online. Yeah. I don't think you can probably do that anymore. Not anymore. To, to sacrifice the human relational side is to sacrifice, hands down, the most effective evangelism strategy in human history. Yep, absolutely. So I would say... Um, I get it. Maybe you're shut in, <clears throat> but there's also a phone, you know, but personal relationships is just going to be yeah. huge. And that's the same way with everything. I mean, you yeah. even see it in marketing today. Like what yeah. used to work doesn't work anymore. You could yeah. just push a bunch of yeah. you know, stuff the, out. Explain push pull marketing. Yeah. Push pull marketing. So when you push market marketing out billboards, advertisements, yeah. you know, just stuff that you're shouting at people like, yeah. look at us, get my stuff, you yeah. know, all that pull marketing is like, Hey, I'm enticing you to come to my website and read this article, which I'm going to give you something of value yeah. that you would actually enjoy. Mm. And then over time, I'm going to build a relationship of trust with you. And then you're going to buy my brand yep. or trust me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting because the push is becoming less and less effective <clears throat> and everybody's moving over to the pull side of it. Yep. And this is the same with evangelism. It's it's not that push was bad. It's just that what one, what once was effective is yep. now no longer effective. And you can keep trying it, but if you actually yeah. want to bear fruit, um, there's there are a few things right now as powerful, especially in a ambivalent culture or a yeah. hostile culture to Christianity, than relationships. Yep. Period. And you even see that, you know, with the influencer movement. Yeah. Right. So I, if you follow an in influencer on Instagram yeah. and they tell you about a shoe and how great it is, and they're like modeling it in their pictures and it looks great, yep. you're probably going to be more prone to buy that shoe because you have a relationship with them, yep. even if it's one sided. They might not know anything about you, but you feel invested in their life. Yeah. You trust them. Yep. But it's different than, you know, vans being like, hey, buy our shoes. Yeah. Um, so when you look at it that way too, like influencers do have a different opportunity to yeah. share the gospel. A lot of the ones that I've seen online do a fairly decent job and they yeah. look to their direct messages to yep. kind of have that, you know, one-on-one -on -one conversation. Mm. Um, but getting rid of that one-on-one -on -one relational element, yeah. it doesn't work for anything, certainly doesn't work for sharing the gospel. Absolutely. You just can't eliminate that. Yep, 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 yep. So our, our big encouragement is build relationships, be faithful, good friends, neighbors, family members, live for the Lord, and pray that the Lord would open up doors for you to share the gospel. And the most effective way is 
is literally person to person. And again, utilize it online. Just be very wise. Follow our rules. Don't be a jerk dummy. Uh, keep the gospel simple. Uh, don't politicize the gospel and beware of the trolls. Everybody's got a mm-hmm. troll. I think if you can do that, uh, I think you can uh, You'll do be in good shape. Pretty, yeah, you can do pretty well. So yep. um, awesome. Thank you for joining us. Vicki, next time we're going to answer the question, what is an evangelist? And uh, we're going to go deeper into that to help people understand it. So join us next time. Thanks for being here today.